0: Welcome to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants, with me, Shelley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA, and Joe Brianti of JLB Business Consulting. Each week, we chat with amazing guest experts, all aimed at helping you grow your VA business. So sit back, grab a cuppa, and tune in for a fun-filled episode. Welcome, listeners, to Virtually Amazing, the podcast, and this is a momentous recording today, isn't it, Joe? We are at episode number 52 can you believe it's, it
1: yeah it's it's just incredible isn't it we it it only seems like yesterday since we sort of had that first conversation at the office show wasn't it pa yeah. show office show yeah. yeah
0: it was the pa show last PA show. february at the PA, not last february the february before um, yes um, yep. i don't know i no it was last february yeah times kind of blurred has not it this last so yep. last february i was in london a visit we went to the PA show but it was the last event at at Excel last year and I was there and I spoke and wandered around and saw people and it was wonderful and I saw you in the distance and I ran over and I said (laughs) "Joe, I've got to ask you something yeah yes before I even finished asking the question I think
1: yep it was yeah and it's been great fun reflecting on our 12 months of the podcast what an amazing array of VAs we've had, yeah. what an amazing group of experts in their individual fields who've been on and, and helped us. And most importantly, I think, what an awful lot of fun we've had.
0: Yeah, it's been a real bonus, I think, also throughout lockdown, um, having that, us having able to have this conversation sometimes several times a week because we did batch we've been batch recording so sometimes yes. it's a bit difficult to say what are up to because we only recorded the last episode an hour ago but um no so on a serious note it has actually been really helpful um, from for us to have had this to look forward to all the time this human interaction proper proper chat and meetings yep and, it's, and it as you say it's been great fun and lots and lots of learning and I just want to thank all our wonderful guests that have yeah. been with us throughout the year. And what amazed me at the beginning was when it was just an idea, and we posited the idea back in that February, or I came up with the idea when you agreed. And then uh, I actually wrote to our first 10 or 12 guests. And I thought, yeah, will they be interested? Will they want to come on a podcast? You know, they, they know me, but will they trust me? All that kind of stuff. And I was blown away by the fact that they all said yes. Um, And we were able to have our first 12. We basically were out of the gate with with three months worth of episodes, um, either recorded or ready to go, which for me was huge, huge, hugely amazing. So um, today we are going to be talking to the marvellous, one and only, awesome Amanda Johnson of VACT. And Amanda, if you were with us since the very beginning of the podcast, listeners, Amanda was our first guest, and we thought it would be lovely to catch up with Amanda at the end of this tumultuous year that we've all had mm-hmm. uh, and see um, see how things are going in the VA world and in the mentoring, coaching, and, and training world of VAs. So that's who's coming up next. But before we, we get to, uh, to Amanda Jo, what, what have you got on at the minute? This morning, I've
1: written two privacy policies for two um, separate clients. Um, That's as part of several pieces of work for them. So that's been quite an intense morning. So um, very detailed, but very exciting at the same time. Um, And I've got a couple of projects that are just bubbling along and we're trying to sort out when we're going to deliver them so quite a lot of fun coming up how about you um
0: well i've got um a lot of training going on i'm speaking um next week at the miss jones virtual summit so we're recording this listeners on the 22nd of april on the 20 which is before this episode goes out on the 29th of april i'm delivering a workshop It's a paid workshop for miss jones pa's virtual summit together with um, the office uh, officials, I think, uh, Lauren Bradley from the officials. And I know that there are people registered because somebody wrote to me this morning and said, I'm coming to your session next week, which is very exciting. So that has to be finished, um, topped and tailed. I have the bulk of it done. I've just got some thinking to do around it, a little bit more finessing, um, because it's going to be an interactive session, which is gonna be a challenge when we're not all in the same team. So that's something I I just have to give it a bit more thought. So I've got that coming up. Um, I've got 10 Teams sessions to deliver for a client, uh, uh, in-house training, but virtually. So that's quite exciting. And I've got some webinars that I'm doing for another organization to prepare for, an Excel one and a Word one. So that's that's all gonna keep me very busy uh, and top of mind at the moment for me in my own business is marketing. So I'm looking at ways of streamlining what I do, growing my mailing list uh, and you know selling more of my courses. Because at the end of the day, we're, we're all in business. Um, mm. we, we like to have fun and I love what I do, but I also want to sell some courses. So I'm uh, looking at ways of growing my mailing list and ultimately, selling courses as well so lots and lots going on at the moment
2: yeah
1: very exciting very exciting Ooh. I must get around to doing a list but <laughs> it, I, I keep saying this to myself and to you we've had conversations about this every time it comes up and it just kind of slips down the list but
0: yeah, yeah, but a, you, a mailing list is only good if you're going to mail people. And if you're not going to do that, yeah. then there's no point worrying. No, lists. I know. <laughs> so if, if, if all your work is very niche and it's coming from, you know, you've got a good website, you might have a bit of a blog going on, you maybe don't even need a mailing list. Um, mm-hmm. Why stress yourself out about something <laughs> that, um, that's never going to be you? I know. I know you're very wise words, as usual. <laughs> anyway, I think we've waffled on long enough. Yes. Let's go get Amanda and we will be back with you, listeners, in just a minute. Welcome back, listeners. And now we've got the awesome Amanda Johnson with us of VACT. How, do you call it VACT or do you call it VACT? I call it VACT. Yeah, I thought so, because I that's what I do in my head, but I have heard other people refer to it as VACT. So I thought I'd ask but no, welcome I'm, back
2: sorry I was about to say I call it VACT limited as well which it sounds really silly
0: but to me that's its name mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah okay I get that I get that so welcome back uh, listeners if you have joined listening to the podcast partway through the last year um you will have missed our launch episode at which Amanda mm-hmm. featured And we had a lovely chat and I was very, I was thrilled that Amanda agreed to be our opening guest. And we thought it would be quite fun to have Amanda back for our episode number 52, which is a whole year of podcasts. And we've only had one week where we didn't put one out. And that was actually a few weeks ago in April. Um, However, there was one week where I released two in one day. So I suppose you could say we haven't had a week off really but there you go so Amanda how have you been I've been good thank you and do you know what
2: when you released the two in one week or the two in one day I did think hmm. Does that mean we're going to have a week off somewhere? Or does it mean that there'll be 53 over the year? So I did sit, I literally, I drove along pondering that
0: question. Actually, <laughs> well, I'm glad to have cleared that one up. It was a complete mistake, which I think I alluded to a, the following week uh, at some point. Later. A couple of times, yeah. But it was, it was one of those. I woke up on the Monday morning and I'm two hours ahead because I'm in Israel. And I woke up earlier, and I suddenly thought, I didn't schedule I didn't do it and I just went in, grabbed the next one through my spreadsheet and scheduled it. Went publish now. Only when I looked at the podcast page (laughs) and it was too late by then. I thought, you know what? It's all good. It's all it's all good. It's all good. (laughs) It shows you human. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely definitely human. So we were just saying before how we in our preamble chat, Joe and I were, were talking about how we found the podcast really helpful during the last year, having that sometimes weekly, sometimes four times a week <laughs> um, ability to have human chat uh, mm-hmm. on a regular basis, something to look forward to. So that's that's been really good. So what have you been doing during the last year to help you with all this kind of lockdown stuff, which thankfully we're all starting to inch out of?
2: Well, I suppose there's a couple of things. So first of all, I would say, I'm just going to say congratulations on 52 episodes, because I think that is a huge achievement. And I listen to the podcast generally when I'm on my weekly escape to go and do my grocery shop, which is because you go on your own, don't you? So (laughs) I get to listen to the podcast on my way there and on my way home. And I've loved listening to the podcast because, A, a lot of my clients have been on it. So that's been absolutely brilliant to hear their journey, hear them share their story and things like that. But also some of the other people that you've, you've had as guests I've enjoyed it's like, oh, I didn't know that about so-and-so. Or so people like Lucy or Daniel Skirmer and those sorts of people who people hear of but don't know and I'm very lucky I know both of them but it's that sort of approach so I think that's been brilliant to hear so things like listening to your podcast has kept me sane um there's a couple of other podcasts that I listen to that keeps me sane um have I survived the last 12 months juggle that's <laughs> the best description as a a mum Two children, homeschooling. Yeah, Joe knows that one well. We've shared some of the similar battles. <laughs> wife to a husband that runs a business that's actually, we're very, very lucky, has been busy through lockdown. Wow. Because the mortgage market is still carried on or and the housing market and things like that. So actually being mum, wife and everything else has taken up my sort of day-to-day stuff and then still supporting my clients. And for me that's been a huge thing to carry on doing. And I'm very lucky and very privileged to be part of their businesses and to be their safe space, their sounding block, their place to talk about, well, how are we gonna deal with that? And all of those sorts of things. So from that perspective, I'm very lucky that I've still been talking to people throughout all of this. Um, And I think that's been, that's key really. I think talking
0: is the big thing for all of us. Yeah, I think so. And what have you found, Joe? You've found similar,
1: haven't you? It's, yeah, very similar to Amanda. I mean, doing this podcast, from my perspective, it's been amazing to have those chats with other people in the broadest sort of sense of our industry um, and just find out how other people are getting on. Um, Dog walking. Dog walking is great for being alone because I have two teenagers now who don't want to be seen with me. (laughs) So if I mention leaving the house, especially with the dog, I'm guaranteed alone time. So that's been quite a saviour for me. Um, Yeah, just, I have to say, I have a lovely little office here. But by gosh, at the end of 12 months, I am sick of the sight of these four walls because I've locked myself in here more times than I care to admit to pretend to work on a Saturday afternoon or something just for the sake of an hour's peace and quiet and to stay away from the boy stuff that goes on in the house. Um, Yeah, it's been, there have been many positives out of this year as well and I think a lot of us, if we reflect, it's been a tough year. There is no doubt about it. But when I look back on this year, there have been pockets of time that I would never have had the opportunity to have if I had not had this lockdown. And for that, I'm very grateful. Um, you know, COVID has touched our family in the way it's touched a lot of families, um but yeah it, it's it's been the juggle it's been the time and I'm I'm grateful that's all I can say at the end of this point and I've had my first
0: jab so that's very exciting as well <laughs> oh that's great that's great well I haven't had to homeschool or juggle any of those things mm. for me it's kind of this year in a way has been business as usual because my business is fully online and all my training was online mm. anyway and the only downside is not being able to travel. So I couldn't go, if I, if I had a client I wanted to travel to, there was just nowhere. way I would, could, couldn't get on a plane because they weren't flying. So, uh, but I'm very excited because I am going to go to the PA show and that looks like it is going to go ahead. So I'm very excited about that. Just to get out, just to, to be with lots of like-minded people. Uh, and I live in a community of mainly retirees. Um, so who are much older than me, mostly. Um, so I don't actually have a lot in common with our social circle so for me this has been you know really useful and my clients you know delivering training creating all those training courses I think sometimes people don't really know what I do around here where I live they're kind of like you're always busy I'm very busy thank you so yeah would I be right in saying though for you Shelley
1: you've got the opposite problem I suppose to Amanda and I in that because you've not been able to get out you've not seen your grandchildren and and babies being born into the family so you've kind of had the opposite end to Amanda and I where you know we'd quite like to not see our children
2: perhaps on occasion am I right (laughs) I yes. am right. Two, two minutes to go to the
0: toilet on my own would be quite nice. Yes. <laughs> well, I remember that from when they were toddlers. I <laughs> do remember that. I do remember that feeling. And we haven't seen, I mean, we have a, a, a grandson who was born in London last uh, August, who we haven't yet met. Uh, and we're, we're just waiting for Boris Johnson to announce that Israel is a green country and that we don't have to quarantine, especially as David and I have both had both our vaccinations and the numbers here really are going right down. So we will be in between, I've I've suddenly got really, really busy delivering training to organizations, which is kind of like come out of nowhere, almost, except that as as I'm sure you tell your clients, Amanda, no work actually comes out of nowhere. It comes out of all the stuff you did before. It seems like it's come from nowhere. So my May is full of delivering Microsoft Teams training to this organization and, my cleaner (coughs) listener sorry about the interruption she just brought the bin back in so there you go it's a real we're really live
2: (laughs) but I think Shelley from that perspective though that also shows how the work the business world is opening back up and people realizing that okay we may not be doing it the same way so therefore we do need to train our teams in how to use different software in different ways in order to support what the business
0: is going to do moving forward. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think what it's also proved, um, because you see so many articles about it and this idea of, I remember in the first episode, we talked about, because it was last May, so they'd been locked down for a couple of months already when we started. And we were talking about what did we think the world of work would look like when it finished, thinking it would be finished in a few months, not Mm. thinking it would take a whole year and a bit by the time everything reopened. And, uh, and I remember, I think we both said that we didn't think it would go back to being 100% how it was before. And I'm more and more convinced about that, that it won't. Mm -hmm. And there's
2: some very large organisations that have already said, actually, they will, they will not go back to fully manned offices that there will be more flexible working styles or remote working or home working and things like that they are going to look at doing it differently and i know we have a lot of sort of the major banks have got offices in the bournemouth area or the insurance companies and they're all saying no do you know what we're going to keep Well, there will still be essential people in office where the function is needed with Mm. multiple people in a place. But where possible, there will be people given the opportunity to work from another location.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think I think what's going to be key really is giving people the choice of where they work, because for some people it works brilliantly to work remotely and not to have the travel, the commute Mm. and all the attendant stress with that. But for some people, they hate working from home because they feel isolated and they want the water cooler moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they want that. So I think as long as companies can straddle that effectively, yeah. it, I think it'll work really well. I agree. And
1: I've got a number of friends where I am in West London who have moved out of London. They have bought in the Bournemouth area, the Brighton mm-hmm. area, or they've gone to the you know Hertfordshire or any of those kinds of areas because they know they're only going to go into their workplace once or twice a week and therefore they're prepared to do an awful commute once or twice a week because the benefits of you know the flexibility for the remainder of the week it it's worth that sacrifice on that one or two days a week and so you know we've got a kind of a almost like a little exodus Mm. in my small part of the world. And, you know, I've heard people sort of talking on my Zoom networking locally did you know how much it costs to buy a house down there? And you can't buy a house down there. There's no houses available. Everybody said you could get there. Do you know what I mean? And it's those type of conversations where previously I was hearing people sort of talking about you can't find the right house in West London. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's a very different kind of Move, I think, because people are looking at how they live their lives, and I think that's a benefit that's come from you know, and maybe I'm clutching at straws after the last 12 months, but you know, having that time to rethink our lives has been a benefit for us all.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. So, what have you noticed with respect to your clients, Amanda, who are all VAs? So, so what have you noticed? have been their challenges and how have they generally coped throughout
2: this year they haven't really changed from when we spoke this time last year so the established VAs are still established still getting clients and because they've been networking before they had already started to build those relationships and so actually Mm -hmm those who'd been it's been around a long time that's I don't mean that in a negative way or a (laughs) rude way but those who'd been going a while actually they may have lost some clients initially or there may have been a a bit of a pause but their clients tended to pivot or to change the way they delivered their courses or their coaching or their mentoring or whatever it was and so they've all tended to pick up I think the ones who found it the hardest are those who were newly established as we went into lockdown, whether that's lockdown one, two or three, because they didn't have that backup Mm, support, that backup relationships that they'd already built. Um, so, their network wasn't really working on their behalf because I listened to um, Alex Hughes' mm. podcast. Yeah. Finished listening to it this week with you, Joe, and saying about how you both network in very similar circles and the fact that you get leads two to three years later mm. from conversations that you'd had. Yes. Well, new VAs haven't got that. No. And as much as I say to them, networking is a long game. They still think that they're going to go networking and by the they'll come home with a list of brand new clients and it's like it
0: doesn't work like that mm, yeah. um,
2: as much as we would like it to it <clears throat> doesn't work like that no. and so experienced VAs did okay new VAs have found it much harder everybody thinks that this industry has been saturated during lockdown and I don't think it has actually I think we had a flood of inquiries And I know in my own business, initially, that flood of inquiries was up by 100%. But when you start talking to people about what do you need as the fundamentals for being a business owner, because first and foremost, you're that business owner, you happen to sell VA support or admin support. When you start going, well, you do need to have insurance, you do need to have contracts, you do need to create a business. They suddenly go, hmm, okay. I'm not sure I really want to do that and well how easy is it to get to clients and then you start talking about the networking and the marketing Mm. and the fact that Mm. it's a long game I don't think the market is as saturated as everybody is saying that you know everybody's panicking Mm. there's like oh will
0: there be enough work for me there will always be enough work for people I I firmly believe that there's enough work in any category to go around you know, there's a million, well, maybe not a million, but there are a lot of Microsoft Office trainers, yeah. but they're not all me, and they're not like me, and I'm not the right mm-hmm. trainer for everybody, but I'm definitely the right trainer for a lot of people. So it's it's also, there's that element. You know, Joe might be a brilliant VA for this client, but doesn't get on with that client. So you do need yeah. quite a lot of people as well. And talking about the long game, I had a referral last week from somebody who I last spoke to about 10 years ago so it really is a long game Mm -hmm. um it really really is I think the other
1: thing I would add here and I'm sure that you say this to your VAs and, and your clients Amanda and and I'm bringing it up because you referred to Alex Alex and I network together in a number of groups and we have complementary correct services and skills. And there are times when I can't support a client, but I know Alex can. And there are also other VAs that I know, that I network with, that I talk to on a frequent basis, um, Because somebody might come to me wanting some support with GDPR or a tech query. And as we have a conversation, they say, you know, I'd love somebody to look at my diary. Well, I know a a whole host of VAs where I can say I don't touch a diary. I don't touch mine, never mind anybody else's. But you know what? Here's half a dozen names of people who do. And, And that's the way to network you don't always have to be networking externally it's great that you are because you do need to talk about what you do to people who want your services but also talk about what you do within the VA community use the the VACT um, Facebook group to network to build relationships put a post out there in a group and say, let's all get together and have a coffee. I'm feeling really rubbish today. Do a zoom call for half an hour, build those friendships, because from that can come work. And Alex and I, as an example, we are currently working together to service the needs of one client. Mm-hmm. So those are other options, aren't they? Yeah,
2: the thing is there's a couple of thoughts that went through my mind as you were talking there so facebook groups things like that i've got a couple of ladies that are part of my membership community who meet every friday evening for a glass of wine um ladies of a similar age they don't have young children or anything like that but they've just found husbands are all still out at work so it's early evening on a friday Mm -hmm. they meet for half an hour to an hour and just I was going to say brain dump, but just talk stuff through. Celebrate the highs, talk about the lows, and just share knowledge and experience. And just go, oh, this happened or that happened. And that's Mm. been really useful for them. The other one that went through my head when you were talking is, when I was VAing, I used to go to one particular networking group. There were four other VAs in the room. And people used to Mm. say to me, how can you go networking in a room with four other VAs? And I'm like, well, do you know what? That one does that and that one does that. Yeah. And I don't touch those things. Yes. And this lady, well, do you know what? She's got 20 years in marketing experience. Go talk to her if that's what you're looking for. And she does social mm. media, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then people used to say to me, God, you're such a collaborative industry. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yes, and this is yeah. why. Yeah. And the other thing is some people will love my personality and there'll be others that hate it. Well, yes. do you know what? Go talk to one of
0: those or come yeah. and talk
2: to me. And that's absolutely fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So to- I t- totally agree with that. And I, I remember um, <laughs> the first network I ever went to was B&I and uh, no, and that wasn't the first one, but that was the first physical network that I went to and they actually train you on networking there. And and that's what they talk about. You know, you're you're not ever selling effectively to the people in the meeting with you. You're selling to the people they know. Mm -hmm. And you need to build those relationships in order for the for them to recommend you to those other people. And I'm that they only have one of each category. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely good to be able to recommend other people because then that client will come back to you because Okay, so you couldn't do it that time, but you made a really good recommendation. So you become the go to person. And we seem to be talking about networking again. Yes. But isn't it just the case
1: that it is a fundamental part of your business, you know, and it is part of your marketing strategy um because it is about talking about you it's about talking about your business and it's an opportunity to listen what are people saying and how can you fill the gap based on what they're saying Mm -hmm. so it's almost like researching
0: as well as yeah i'm just coming back to something amanda said a few minutes ago you talked about talking to these 100 percent new people that suddenly appeared at the woodwork Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it made me think of something that, uh, that uh, Lucy Brazier said when we interviewed her, mm-hmm. because I made the mistake of saying um, that a lot of EAs and PAs are effectively like VAs already because they never see their executive from one week or one year to the, I spoke to somebody, she, she didn't see him from one year to the next, because yeah. he's traveling all the time. A- and she called me up on that, quite rightly so, because she said, yes, but they don't run a business. And I was going to say, I, I
2: was chuckling because when you and Lucy had that conversation, I was like, oh, I know what's coming next about <laughs> the difference in between remote working yeah. and being a VA because they are very, very Do, different. Yeah. Yeah. And VAs are first and foremost, a business owner who happened to sell admin support or social media support or gdpr or there's a whole raft of things that happens to be what they sell
0: yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah. i did chuckle when lucy picked you (laughs) up only because lucy and i have had that conversation quite a lot as well in the sense of so if you look at somewhere like prince waterhouse cooper who talk about having vas and it's like "Hmm, they're employed pas and eas whose job title is VA to describe the fact that they are not
0: physically in the office. Maybe we need to come up with a better description of what, of all these new kinds of, of, uh, of ways of working. Although I think Lucy also said, I can't remember the number now that that, that there were, I think it was 160 or 250 or some astronomical number of job titles. It's, it's more than that sort of thing. It's yeah, it was a huge number. number. Huge number, huge number. So, what do you think is is uh, as as I, I think? Uh, I know Joe. You're looking forward to going back to being able to work in a coffee shop, aren't you?
1: Yeah, and and um and my gym. I, I because there, there's such a something very nice about starting my day with a swim or you know a, some sort of class and then going into the cafe, having a sit down kind of egg on toast breakfast that somebody's made for me and then having a couple of hours looking over the outdoor pool and the tennis courts it feels quite luxurious but it's a different vibe it's a different set of walls so you feel more creative and you get something different from the environment so that's for me
0: (laughs) do you ever work out out of your office Amanda
2: I do um Quite often if I'm trying to brainstorm or come up with new ideas for courses, I'll take myself away from here and I'll just take my notebook and pen. And it's because I find if I've got the computer, oh, I'll just check that. Or I'll just look at those resources that I've already mm. got. Whereas actually what I need to do is just let my brain yeah. just do what yeah. it wants to do. Yeah. I think the thing I'm looking forward to is actually running face-to-face training. And. Yeah. I didn't think I'd necessarily say that because I didn't run a huge number of face-to-face events, um, but I run a, a, an event called Get Shit Done Day, which is um, for sort of some of my experience VAs. And I've really missed that. And they've really missed that. And we run that each quarter. And it's all I literally get message after message is, when's the next Get Shit Done? When's the next Get Shit Done? Because people make that time to be the CEO of their own business. Mm. So I've missed that and I'm really looking forward to that. And we've got the first one of those scheduled. Um, but I know it's going to be different and I keep having to think. And I've been really, I was quite worried about booking it actually, mm. of having people in a room and being responsible almost for that sort of, well, I hope nobody's got symptom, symptoms. I hope nobody's a carrier. I hope nobody. And yeah. there's a part of me that's had to go, no, you have to park that bit. You have to make it as safe as possible to run that event, but actually you do need to get back into the room and start doing them. And I've missed my two day events that I've run as well, which, I mean, Joe's attended one of those. Yeah. Those are really powerful. Yeah. Even though people at the time don't necessarily realize it, they come yeah. back to it months and years later. And so I've realized that that's what I'm missing. And so I'm missing the vibe and the energy of, coaching and mentoring in that
0: live group environment yeah yeah Yeah, i i I understand that i mean i i thought when we moved here uh, and i created tomorrow's va after i I sold the it training surgery i thought i would only want to do my online training and my pre-recorded stuff and i found and probably it's because i think i must have voiced to the universe that i missed the face-to-face stuff so I am getting booked, albeit remotely, to do a lot more of that, which is fine because it is a different vibe uh, when you've got people. Even if it's on a Zoom call, I did a session yesterday for the PA forum. We did a, a um, we did a PowerPoint session, which was amazing. I could have their faces on the screen. It was lovely. <laughs> so yeah, so that. Was... But I I
2: find that energetically there is not the same as being in the room and. For me, I'm a real introvert. People never, ever believe me, but I'm an introvert. I'm quite shy. Um, Even when I run events for myself that I've run many, many times, I am absolutely petrified and nervous and all of that. And it's almost like putting on an outfit or a persona to stand in front of that classroom. And energetically afterwards, I'm exhausted. So I never thought I would say I miss the standing at the front and running that event. And it, I probably didn't miss it for the first six months. It was sort of September, October time last year. I suddenly went, "Hmm, I'd <laughs> quite like to be in a room with other people. I'm not sure if it's because I run them in a hotel and it's a night away from home. That might have something to do with it. <laughs> I,
1: I do think, though, in, in the same way that Shelley has said, you know, going back to the face to face, even though it's remotely, there is something very different about um, doing an online course where you you go and you learn versus that interaction where you can respond directly to somebody who asks you a question or could you just repeat that for a moment? or And so if I do that, how does, you know, and all of those kinds of things, which then sparks additional learning for the other people in the room, because they're not just listening to you, They're suddenly listening to the case study that that somebody else has talked about, you know, um, and if I did that in that way, would that? And there's something that, oh, and I think that is if you're that kind of person who enjoys that teaching and that sharing of knowledge in whatever format that takes, you can't quite
0: replicate that. No, I particularly used to love, I used to teach Microsoft projects. I haven't taught it for a very long time, but I used to teach that. And I used to love that because what you'd get was you'd get a team come in from the same company, but they wouldn't know each other. You'd have two from this department and one from that department. By the end of the day, you had a proper team because they'd had to work together, but also they all learned from each other because they all had different ways of doing things or different ideas and yeah that that's that's invaluable and yeah i do miss i do miss that kind of a group environment but you can replicate that online up to a point you can replicate you can have quite a nice interactive session online if you've got a small enough group so it, it is definitely possible i've certainly experienced that these this team's training that i've got 10 to do in may that's very interactive and and very useful so so that's quite good But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to get on an an aeroplane again. That's what I'm really looking forward to, seeing our kids. Our our daughter is moving from New York to Hollywood, Florida, um, which makes it a much longer journey for us as well. So um, we're looking forward to being able to go and visit them in their new home and everything else. And to, to, to see, I was lucky enough to be there when she had Max the baby. Uh, in September and it will be interesting to see him again <laughs> he's also eight nine months old mm. so uh yeah that, that's what I'm really looking forward to and I'm looking forward to the PA show I am looking forward to that so that's going to be fun
2: will you be at the PA show this year Amanda um I'm not exhibiting this year um okay. because when, they, when we were on the middle set of dates, mm. so obviously we were the first set and then yes. the middle set, yes. couldn't do the middle set. So actually I've decided not to exhibit for the last set mm. no, on the new date, so the June yeah. date. Um, at the moment, it's in my diary to be able to go up, but I'm gonna wait and see how, how the land lies at the moment. Yeah. But no,
0: I won't be exhibiting. That's a shame, I'm exhibiting for the first time. So um, it's all been a bit, mm, you know, it's it's a bit been a bit hit and miss, touch and go. I had a I had a I had a flight booked for the first date for March. Mm-hmm. Then that flight got moved to May, uh, and now it's been moved to, to June the twentieth. Um, although we might come a bit earlier anyway to see the kids, but um, I'm hoping it. I'm well. I, I hope it's going to go ahead because I've paid for the stands. So <laughs> that's it. It's going to happen. And the thing
2: is, it is such a lot of money because it's not just the stand. No. That's the thing. It's everything else that goes with it. Yeah. Um, and so fingers crossed I do hope it goes ahead. Yeah. But it's one of those I had to go, no, do you know what? I need to put that to somewhere else this particular year. Um Hey, well, I'm not saying I won't go next year, as in I won't exhibit next year, it's just it's not this year.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah and and I'd already made that decision that this year, I, well this show, can't say this yeah. year, because it, yeah, yeah, it still should have been this year. this year, I was going to exhibit, I decided already I was going to exhibit at this show when I left last year, so... Mm-hmm. So I kind of it was in my mind anyway. So you know, it's money that I'd already spent effectively on the show, which is fine. Now I've just got to come up with what do I give people when they come and talk to me? Because listeners, please do come and find me, because I want to talk to you all. Mm. So what kind of gifts would you like? <laughs> what bribes? How can I bribe you to come and talk to me? <laughs> the military call those gizets. Gizzits. gizzits.
2: Gizzits. Gizets. Oh, Gizit away. <laughs> Give it Gizzit yeah so the military call those gizzits so when Royal Navy ships go around the world or military go around yeah. the world we used to they used to call them zappers they were like a padded sticker and it would be a crest of the ship and they were effectively gizzits gizzit here sort of thing and people would go round with these things so um <laughs> all this promo material is just gizzits. <laughs>
0: yeah but you know so, so yeah they're going going to exhibiting at, at anything and I'm sure VAs are, who are listening have had to source these sort of things for their clients so anybody who's listening if you've got any ideas for me I welcome them because I've not done this before <laughs> used to speaking at things like this but never exhibited so do let me know what you'd like <laughs> or, or what
2: to do I was going to say PAs, EAs, VAs, admin professionals anything to do stationary it's it's <laughs> pens pretty colors
0: no there's a general station yeah there. there's there's tons of stuff I am being a little bit facetious, you know I kind of I I'd, I'd take Veronica's you want something with little Veronica's on yes yeah
2: yeah, yeah. something
0: with branding on Veronica's going to be on the stand so uh, my graphic designer who's done all my branding um you know he's 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 on that so i'm i'm quite sure that that that's going to be veronica will be there in some shape or form so maybe i should give frogs away (laughs) i I was gonna say veronica magnets or something like yeah that's a good idea hmm i have to look into that okay right Mm. (laughs) i've got a question amanda where do
1: you see i mean we were talking earlier about um people had thought there might be this influx which didn't happen but Where do you see our industry going, the the virtual? Based on what we've said about the changing
2: world of work, where do you see the VA industry going? I don't think it's going anywhere in the sense Mm. of it's not going to disappear. I think we will see it continue. Um, We know that still the most popular service that small business owners want is that traditional admin. So that diary management, that email management, traditional, all the stuff you hate, Jane. Um, (laughs) All of that, that's not going to go anywhere. And there is still always going to be a need for that. I think what, and we will always still need VAs who primarily, that is their core function. I think then what we will see is more, I hate the phrase, niching. Mm. So we will have people who have very distinct niches. Mm. So whether that is social media, whether that is tech, whether that is data, whether that is document creation, mm. but I think we will have or websites or SEO, I think we will have people who go, do you know what? This is my lane and I'm going to swim in it. Yeah. And Actually, if you're wanting that thing, go over there. Whereas for a very long period of time, we had a group of VAs who thought they could do everything. Yeah. And I think we'll end up with the, I don't want to say stovepipes, but the lanes almost. Mm-hmm. We'll have those who go, no, this is me, and I don't do the other things. And I think yeah. that's a really good thing, to have people who know these are my strengths, this is what I'm good at, this is what I enjoy, and if you want the thing that's not my zone of
0: genius, go talk to so-and-so. Yeah, I think, I think, that's, I think that's really good because if you don't enjoy doing something, you're not gonna do as good a job either. So it might be that, yes, you are a jack of all trades and you can do everything, but can you do everything as well as everything else? And, and we all have our, our strengths as to, to what we can do. And I think that's absolutely true. Not every person can design a beautiful document or an amazing presentation or social media posts. So, you know, like we had Stephanie on Mm -hmm. simply on, Stephanie Williams, simply on demand. And, and her stuff is stunning. It really Mm -hmm. is. And there are other Canva people out there. And I think it's important to master something like Joe has changed what you do. You've, you've, niche laid down yeah yeah and over how many years was it joe because i think that's the bit people
2: think you you have to go niche from day one and you didn't niche from day one
1: no i i didn't in fact it's probably only in the last six or seven months that i have really honed a niche And Amanda will know the journey uh, where I have dabbled over the years with different things. And I don't I don't think that's the wrong thing to do, because I have to say I can sit with my hand on my heart. I will never, ever look at somebody else's diary again in my life. (laughs) There was only one client who asked me to do it. And I did look at it and decide no there and then before I'd even booked an appointment. Um, I don't do my own diary very well so nobody's going to pay me to look after theirs (laughs) but it's those kinds of things I've learned along the way and I have you know found my niche Mm. and I go to places now where because of the type of niche I have I can guarantee that I'm the only person in the room with that Group of skills delivered in the way that I do it. Um, But what I would say on that equally is don't think that if you are one of those very traditional EAPAs, your niche is diary or email. And there will be people like me out there who will come to you, whether as an associate, whether as a, a referral, and they will say, You do that in your that's your expertise, this client should speak to you because, you know, and it refers back to what I said earlier about the networking. Don't be afraid to network with other VAs. And this is something on that two-day retreat that we did with you, Amanda, the group of VAs, apart from a couple of them that seem to have disappeared off the radar, we are all still Mm. loosely in
2: touch as a referral network. Yeah, Yeah. I had a call literally before our training, uh, our call today that was literally about that. A VA who's very, very traditional, diary management, email management, doesn't want to do the other things, comes out in a cold sweat at the thought of having to go and network to get clients or any of those other things. If you could just, if somebody handed her, here's this client doing that diary and that email management, she would love it. Yeah and that's okay um and there are some VA trainers who say you have to niche from day one I'm not one of those I think this is a journey and quite often we beat ourselves up enough that oh I must have a niche I cannot pass go unless I've got that niche and I'm not one of those but I think that is where our industry is going in Mm. the sense of you can be this generalist but you will work out what you enjoy and for me Business has to be enjoyable.
0: Yeah, otherwise yeah. what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. The minute's got to be enjoyable for you. Yeah. The minute you stop enjoying it, that's the time to walk away. And and we all have days where we think about it. Um, yeah. but um yeah, I yeah, there are days where I come here and I sit at my beautiful computer with my two monitors and my lovely whatever, and I think, no, I just can't be bothered today. But those are the real minority. Um, I think you're absolutely right. You have to know. I think you have to try everything, because unless you try, how will you know? Mm. How would you know? I remember going back to work after I had my first child, after I had Elizabeth. I worked at the time for the, what was then the Leicester Building Society, which became the Alliance of Leicester eventually. So when I left on maternity, it was the Leicester. I came back with the Alliance of Leicester. But, um I went back to work and I was full time at the time and she was three months old or six months, she was six months, whatever it was, she wasn't sleeping through the night. So I lasted about three months, but I knew I wanted to go back to work, but I knew that I, and I knew that I needed to try it. And I thought if I stay at home and I hate being at home, I'll always regret not having tried going back to work. And I went back to work and I loved the work, but I couldn't do, I really couldn't do both. She wasn't sleeping at night, it was just not tenable. So I did my three months and then I didn't work for 11 years after that, which was a very long time. But the point is without going and trying, you would never know. And I think it's the same about what we do when we are working, we need to try things out. So yeah, Mm. totally, totally. Amanda, it's been fantastic, and I've realised we've been waffling on for ages.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I
0: could carry- no, 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 could keep talking, could keep talking for hours. But I think we should really take pity on our listeners and and draw our um, what's it, peroration? Is that the word? It's a long word. I don't know where that came from. Uh, draw our discussion to a close. So I'm just going to say thank you so much for being our first guest and on our first episode and our guest on our. 52nd episode I'm not going to say our last guest because we've got more guests lined up which is amazing and uh, it's been so lovely chatting again
2: thank you thank you for having me I feel very honored actually to have been the first and honored to come
0: back as number 52 yeah and hopefully we'll have you back for whatever 50 have done 104 <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm married to an accountant and I have got terrible terrible adding up skills he thinks it's hysterical when I teach Excel I get good reviews but the point is if I can do it anybody can because I can't add up (laughs) anyway thank you so much for joining us welcome back listeners wasn't that an awesomely amazing interview there or rather a chat it wasn't really an interview with Amanda Jo it was fantastic
1: Yeah. Uh, Amanda is always so positive and she is such a supporter of all of us in this industry. She
0: really is top draw. Yeah, totally. And I'm not a VA and Amanda has been really supportive to me since I started my journey with Tomorrow's Veer. But Amanda was one of the people I chatted with before I um, actually launched because I wanted to figure out whether there was um, a space or a need for what I offer to the VA community and and Amanda was very enthusiastic about that and gave me the impetus to really get stuck in which is for which I thank her and I know Amanda you are listening because you listen to the podcast so thank you um, for being such a positive influence on me and on many other people so I think we 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 had such a a nice chat I kind of the time ran away with us a bit there didn't it (laughs) it was yeah it did yeah yeah, it, it really did. So, um, what, what were your key key learning points from our our, our chat with Amanda Joe? What 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 struck you the most? Key learning points: Our industry is
1: growing. Um, our industry is valuable. Um, we have a lot to offer. It reinforces the message of collaboration, of there being a place for everybody in the industry and that your skills are valued and
0: valuable yeah I I think so and I think you know the idea of starting you know not not being sure about what you want to be offering at the beginning is absolutely fine um trying lots of different yeah. things and figuring it out to go along and then gradually working out what it is that you really want to offer and I was also um intrigued i don't know if intrigued is the right word but the right word might come to me in a minute the idea of a va as a business owner because amanda was very clear that first and foremost you are a business owner and that's the truth we are all business owners so my business offers training around microsoft office packages your business sells gdpr compliance uh, and help with all of those kind of things and some tech help so we, we we're all we all go into our businesses because we want to help people master whatever it is that we're selling or we want to help them do things because we can support them in that. But at the end of the day, we're we're doing it because we're running a business and we also want to earn some money. Um, And I think sometimes we can lose sight of that because we just want to help people. I think it's really important actually to, to remember that we are all in business. And I think Amanda made that really clear and i thought that was yeah. a really good thing to refocus on at the end of this you know stressful year and yeah also interesting that you know established va business owners will have been in a slightly easier position i won't say better i'll just say easier position mm. than somebody who was just starting out although there have been a plethora of online business networks pop up this year haven't there so yeah. if you really want to network, you still can, even if it's not face to face in a room over coffee. And of
1: course, all of those very traditional in the room networking organisations, including many that I attend, have had no alternative but to go online. So the networking is out there um, And it is daunting to walk into the Zoom room full of people you've never met before. It's no different to walking into the local sort of restaurant, cafe, hotel reception into that room. Um, But just go for it because you've got nothing to lose and so much to gain from it. Not just business wise, but friendships, a support community,
0: um, and champions for you and your business. Absolutely, absolutely, completely right. So, Joe, what's on your agenda for the rest of today? For me, it's half past four, more or less. So it must be about mid-afternoon for you. So it's coming up to half past two. I
1: have got um, a discovery call with a new client. Ooh, nice. I'm putting chicken casserole in the oven on a very low temperature. And then I have a school governor's meeting. Um, I'm a school governor. So I have a meeting, um, a committee meeting this evening, only a short one, five till six ish. So that's why the casserole will be ready by the time I come out of that meeting. And um, yeah, that's me done for the day. It feels like it's been a long day today.
0: Yeah, you were actually writing privacy policies this morning. Yes. Uh, so what am I doing for the rest of the day? Well, it's half past four in the afternoon. And in the hiatus, while our interview with Amanda was rendering, because we record it, renders, and then we come back and record the end segment, uh, my supermarket delivery showed up uh, an hour early. <laughs> so I purposely booked it to come after we'd finished, <laughs> and it turned up now. So that's all sitting on the countertop and needs to be put away. So that's gonna be my first job. And then tonight I'm actually attending a webinar um, about tools that you can use interactively when delivering an online training course, which I'm quite um, keen to. I mean, I do use things, but I always like to learn new skills and have another string to my bow and something else that I could use when making, you know, courses and, mm. and sessions interactive because it's with the interactivity that the learning really embeds. So yeah. that's, that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to take a break for an hour or two and then come back. So that's at eight o'clock this evening.
1: That um, sounds
0: really interesting. So that's, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And, uh, and then it's the weekend um, almost. So I've got various cooking things to do tomorrow, but not too much. Um, I found, we have guests, and we are then out, but I found everything I need is in my freezer. So, uh, you know, I had a shepherd's pie, and that would be lunch on Saturday, and I I had all the vegetables that I want to serve tomorrow night, I had in the freezer. So, thankfully, not too much. I love cooking, but sometimes I just don't want to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've got, and then last week I made, I don't know if you saw my photos of what I made last week, Joe. I made little chocolate, they're called Rogelach. They're like little yeast buns with chocolate filling. And I made this recipe and it made about 50 of them. So there's a freezer load of those. I haven't got to Oh, lovely. One. And I made apple strudel and the recipe made two. So that's my dessert done for this week with mm-hmm. some fruit. So I'm quite pleased about, about I have that. to say- with you saying you're going out,
1: I am going out, 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 out this weekend. We are having our first meet up with some friends that we haven't seen in 12 months. And we're going to sit outside, whether it rains, whether it's sunny, whether it's windy, if I have to be wrapped up, we're going to share a pizza. And the the children are together because they're in school anyway, but we haven't Seen each other so we're going to sit outside and share some pizza I'm very excited that it feels like we're moving forward I'll be catching up with you shortly
0: yeah no it's, it's true I think I think the world is you know um you know those countries that have moved ahead with a good vaccination program um obviously the countries that haven't it's a different story there but yes of course you know the UK has actually been doing really well and we have too so So we can, you know, bear the, reap the benefits of that now. But I still think we still have to be cautious, whatever happens. I mean, we've actually don't have to wear masks when we're outdoors now. That's, that's been dropped as of last Sunday. Uh, so, but I have to say, when I go for my walk in the morning, I feel like, oh, I need to have my mask. I have it in my pocket just in case, Mm. Um, which is silly, but it's, it's funny how you get these habits. Yeah. But anyway, listeners, that's enough of us waffling about what we are and not going to do over the next day or so. We are going to love you very much and leave you. And thank you for sticking with us for 52 episodes. And Joe and I have lots more planned. We have had um, quite a number of people uh, respond. I sent out an email today, as I said, the 22nd of April. And in my newsletter that went out this morning, I asked who would be a good guest who would you like to hear from and i've had a few people write in and say me please or can you talk to this person so that's really cool and on the subject mm-hmm. of my newsletter please head over to tomorrowsbia.com sign up for my newsletter it's got lots of useful information it comes out every thursday and you also get a reminder on a monday of what i published on the blog the previous week and the podcast is a blog post So you would get a reminder about the the last blog post that went live before the newsletter, plus any other blog posts that I've released. And I post two blogs a week, one on a Tuesday, which is a how-to blog. So that's always a tip, like something in PowerPoint, Word, Excel, Outlook, sometimes Teams, Um, and Thursday is a newsy kind of blog. So there's lots of content for you to consume out there. So do go and sign up for that because I'd hate for you to miss it. And you can get in touch with us, joe at jlbconsulting.co.uk. Did I get it right? Not quite. joe
1: at jlbbusinessconsulting.co.uk.
0: I haven't written it on my notes. <laughs> naughty <laughs> Shelly, naughty <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> I've to do that. It's funny, because when <laughs> I said to you, I get it right. Mind you, that's because Outlook remembers it. But hey-ho. joe at JLB. <laughs> businessconsulting.co.uk, shelleyattomorrowsva.com. Virtually Amazing, the podcast, has its own Facebook page. Do get in touch with us and we'll see you next week. You have been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with Shelly Fischel and Joe Brianti. We will be back with you again next week with yet another amazing episode. See you then.